What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Oh, dude, I have seen the preview for like this. Her. Yeah, I saw the preview for this. I was like, this. ooh, that's her? That's wild. Well, that is definitely not her. Uh, but... She's Colombian too. Yeah, yeah she was. Uh, she was bad. She, she was not. <laughs> she was not a great person. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, definitely worth watching. I I watched it in two nights. I watched four episodes one night, four nice. episodes the uh, Just peel them off. the next night. Yeah, so it was good. Like all that stuff, and that's one of the reasons. Like people ask me, did you go out in Miami when you played? I go. Now Miami's today isn't like Miami back then. I go Miami back then. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on Miami yeah. uh, back then. Miami today is almost like you know, like uh, going to Hollywood. When it's like uh, clean and just like you're like oh cool we got the nightclubs got the right. restaurants it's like hopping people are dressed up having a good it's time. It's like hitting in Times Square in the seventies. Yeah, no, back, dude, no, I did not. But no, back then. <laughs> oh God, no. Yeah, back then, I was like, yeah, you know what? I I generally try to stay away from a uh, bullets uh, day of game. Yeah. So or a night before the or game. day before, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and just kick it here, in Coconut, fire. Coconut Grove, and uh, go to my uh, they they had a Hooters there. Uh, so I just went to Hooters, had the wings, uh, which are bad. <laughs> not good, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're waiting for Mad Dog Russo to join us here on uh, on Radio Row. Uh, Pacific. Yeah. I was going to uh, get into that. I was going to wait for the guy. Yeah, I we can, the, we, we wait, but more, we have some time to I had, some more, I had some more for you, and I was going to get into that first. Oh, it was a gong. Trust me. They got, outscored, they got outscored in two games against the St. Mary's by 89 <laughs> points. In fact, I went and looked it up last night. Uh, I rode with you, too. I was on it. I know. Yeah, trust me. I had them. I know. If you took uh, Pacific's field goals. Number of field goals they made in the two games against uh, St. Mary's. Yeah, neither of them would have eclipsed St. Mary's in either game for field goals. Oh, so if you to- if if you went their combined total field goal attempts between the no, two no, no. games, field goals made. Oh, field goals made between the two games wouldn't have wouldn't have surpassed either <laughs> of the games St. Mary's beat up. I mean, they, they just got beaten like a drum, man. And I I record. I have St. Mary's on uh, season pass. So we didn't watch it at the time. We were watching something else. So I go, my, my buddy goes, well, let's go back and watch it, see how bad they are. And we went back and watched it. We were like, holy cow. They were bad? I didn't see oh, it. Defensively, it was just, they just diced them. I, I don't know if St. Mary's missed more than a shot between the 15-minute mark of the first quarter and about the 6-minute mark of the second quarter. It's like about a 12-minute period where they scored every time down the court. Dude, they, were, they were down 37-19 at the half. I know. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> 84. And it got worse. 84. Yeah, it got worse. It didn't get any better. I'm going to say this. They gave up 37 points in the in the first half. They didn't quite make the right adjustment at halftime. They had 47 points in the second half. Yeah, Dude, it, was, it just, was bad. Yeah, defensively, it was that's an issue, really. I was, I, was, I was sad because it did. It looked really good to me. I was like, not only did they play good the last three games, I think they've covered three games in a row, one of them against Gonzaga. And I go, St. Mary's was a team that they got blasted by. So, you know what? They'll have that on their mind. St. Mary's will be like, hey, we just got through beating Gonzaga, always the biggest game yep. of the year in conference play. Go to St. Mary's. Of course we're going to beat these guys. We beat them by 48 last time. Well, they did the exact same thing, beat them by 41 this time. Again, aggregate, 89 points in two games. I mean, that's just a bl- that's carnage, absolute carnage. So, yes, I, 
I owe you guys one. I let you guys down on that one. That was uh, <laughs> that was a bum out of throw. Now you know why I don't do college basketball. I'm terrible. It's tough, man. I'm, it's, I'm so bad. And I look because I do the Action Network thing. Uh, where yeah. you, can, like, you can like you track your bets. So you know what you're good at. And I've been doing it for a couple of years now, and I am overwhelmingly horrible. I'm terrible. I'm t- I can tell you what my record is on college basketball and how much I've, how many, like what yeah. I've lost over the. Because I'm I'm pretty damn good at NBA and I'm pretty yeah. damn good at NFL. I'm god awful at both uh, both basketball, uh, college basketball, and at uh, at baseball. Which is pretty funny, but for uh, I'll give you my give you my little rundown here. I was University of Pacific Falls, uh, tough yeah. one. They didn't cover the twenty. Yeah, tough one. Eighty four forty three. They got tipped at the wire. We got backdoored. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got one game tonight. I'm on the uh, I'm on the Pelicans plus seven tonight at the Clippers. That's my. Uh, wow, well, I mean, you both. Are you too? We're both. Nice. On Look that. at us. Didn't, didn't even talk. Came down to six too. I saw. So I was, we I was can't we, about yeah, that. Yeah, we can't blame each other. Well, yeah, no, we one. can't. We're on it independently of one another. <laughs> Mad Dog Russo is going to be great mind to think alike, or or minds suck one or the other. Uh, yeah, tough day for me yesterday. So in NFL overall, I'm uh, pretty. I'm, I'm like at fifty-four uh, percent. That's good. That's great wage. You go fifty-five to sixty. Fifty-five percent uh, is like where you, you want to be. You can make a living if you get fifty-six percent. Yeah, NBA. I'm at fifty-six percent all time. That's very good. Now, should I go to college or for this? <laughs> I scroll scroll down to my college ranking here. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, NHL. I'm seventy-three and seventy-eight all time. Not great. Wow. College basketball. Oof. I'm 51 percent, but my, my money's off. Oh, okay. It's bad, so the money's yeah. off. I've, I've improved in college hoops, I guess. But uh, anyway, more of an NBA player. So <laughs> we'll catch some uh, catch some Pelicans hoop tonight. Some uh, Warriors back in action tonight to, as well, right? Yep, they're in uh, in Philly, right? No Embiid, and they said uh, Maxi didn't show up for shoot around because he's a uh, game time decision illness. So if he sits, and that should if they, they well, the spread is flipped. Warriors I saw were like getting a point yesterday, and I think they were getting more than that when it opened. No. But you nope. know what they are now? They're like four and a half point favorites. Yeah, or something, right? so yeah. that's because of Maxi. Okay, so Maxi was sick, and they're saying they were saying that he was trending in the wrong direction, like he wasn't <laughs> wasn't feeling good at all. So yeah, if Maxi's out, then then that's one they should get. Uh, but you never know. Uh, again, uh, I the the way that things have gone for them this year, there's no team they play where I'm confident they're going to beat them. Maybe Detroit at home, but even that was a close game for three and a half quarters. So. We will see. We'll see if they can get that one in Philly and then one more on the – I think one more on the road and then head home Saturday. Yep. I'll be heading home Saturday and heading over to Chase for Phoenix coming to town. KD. Yep, KD coming to town for the Warriors. Uh, how about – are we doing – we had trade deadline going down tomorrow. Are we going to be like – we got breaking news and stuff coming out while we're sitting here? Like are we – Do we? I don't know. Like are we at tomorrow, NBA trade deadline. Is it happening like while we're on the air or is it yeah, 1 o'clock? Maybe it could be right quiet. before. It's just been not, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get something. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe we'll get, get something. something. <laughs> uh, an NBA grab bag, perhaps. We'll see. Uh, mm. Tolbert and Copes with you here live from Radio Row in Las Vegas at the uh, Mandalay Bay Convention Center. We are going to be joined in person, supposedly, by Chris Mad Dog Russo. I think he's, uh, he's on his way. We're in route. And uh, we're also going to be joined by Greg Cosell and Mike Golick, who I can see is sitting up on a big stage over there. It is, uh, it is hopping here. Tons of players. Cam Newton, by the way, he's walking around with a shirt that said Game Changer or Game Manager. Which one are you? I mean, I was like, I don't just go away. I don't know. I don't, I don't play. care, man. Leave me alone. Why are you in that stupid hat? Why don't you go grab Carrot Top? <laughs> Number one, who cares? Honestly, if we had, honestly, if we have a choice between Carrot Top and Cam, I'm uh, going Top. Easy. I'll top. take Top in a second. Easy Top. I'll take Top. In if a it's RV. between Cam Newton and that Lint sitting there, I'm going to go Lint. <laughs> Excuse me, Lint. Who do you Lint. get? In the, who you get in the big game? Who do you think is going to be the key? Yeah, most yeah, say call that. Lynn. Most Lynn say that. Call Lynn. Uh, why don't we take a quick break? We'll take a quick break. I think we're going to track down Chris Mad Dog Russo. He's going to join us here at Radio Row. We'll take a break. He'll come back with us. He's next. Chris Mad Dog Russo joins us next, only here on the Sports Leader. Richmond, shout out to you for supporting KNBR. Richmond's Sports Leader. 
Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Faithful, faithful. This is Super Week. Then is Tolbert and Copes. Live from Radio Row in Vegas. Sponsored by Xfinity Internet. The best way to stream your favorite live sports. Xfinity, the ultimate entertainment experience on KNBR. I'm sick of watching, you know, Jeff Lasaro. I mean, nobody wants to see Jeff Lasaro pitch who's a Giant fan. Tolbert and Combs back here live from Radio Row at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center, joined by one of our favorite voices. We play so much sound. We have so much fun listening to him, watching him. Chris Mad Dog Russo joins us here at Radio Row. What's up, man? How are you? Hello there, boys. Mr. Tolbert. Chris, how are you? Good to see you. I was talking to him about Northern Arizona basketball. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And he knew all about it. I was impressed. No, not all about it. (laughs) I wish he knew more about University of Pacific, and we wouldn't have lost the the plus 20 last night. Uh, Uh, You know, we beat University of Pacific this year, Northern Arizona. Who didn't? Who didn't, dude? We beat you. I think it's six-year-old. Did 84 <laughs> uh, we, they, they did beat uh, one of their 10 wins was against the Pacific. Anyway, how are we all doing today? Tremendous yourself. Little, oh, good to see you out here. Little Niners football, huh? Yeah. It's fun, man. It's been it, fun. This is a big game for Shanahan. So uh, let me ask you this. We talked about this. What does this mean for him going forward, like in practical terms? I think he needs to, he needs to win one of these games eventually. You know, yep. Bud Grant never won one of these games. Yep. Marv Levy never won one of these games. Chuck Knox never got into one of these games. I mean, eventually you got to go out there. You got to win, and he's a great coach. Yep. I'm not disputing, and he will probably eventually. And he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback like, of course, Reed does. And he's a great coach. Nobody's going to argue that. But he lost to the Rams. All right, Garoppolo. I understand. He lost to the Chiefs. He blew a lead. All right, you know, Garoppolo had Sanders wide open. He missed him, and it wasn't his defense fell apart. I, but he still lost. You know, he lost, you know, last year you can't get on him because of the injuries. Uh, but, he, you know, that Atlanta game still stings. They, you know, I know he's the coordinator, but, you know, they had a 28-9 yep. lead in the fourth quarter. You're an offensive coordinator with Matt Ryan, a quarterback, and you're up by three scores. Even if it is Brady, you got to figure out a way to sort away the game. And he's got to take a little responsibility for that. Now, I, again, I'm a big fan. We always play his cuts after games. He's very good. I'm not sure if he's good with the immediate. He's great. He is. Yeah. He's good. He yeah. comes yeah. on. Uh-huh. Everything else. Every he's week. Fantastic. Comes out with us. with yeah. you guys? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I mean, he seems like a very yeah. good. But to me, as a sports fan, looking at this, trying to analyze where you are with these coaches, eventually he's got to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, you know, listen, this is going to be a hard one because Mahomes is Mahomes. He's yeah. a magician. No, no doubt about it. And I, I, I thought of it a little bit differently after I realized uh, Andy Reid was with Philly for 14 years and didn't win until he got to Kansas City. Fair. And he kind of had that uh, that moniker where yes, you know did. the greatest to never win one. And then when he won one, and then he wins another one, now all of a sudden he goes from that to the best coach in football. 
So, I mean, it changes like that. It really does. Sometimes when you get that first one, you know, yep. the, yep. the flood door is open yep. and you win a lot more than just the one. He didn't have a great quarterback in Philly with McNabb. Yep. Uh, he doesn't have a great quarterback here. He's done a great job with Purdy. But I don't like the way the Niners have played these first couple of games. I mean, they're even to go back to the Raven game, you know, they weren't great there. They did not play. They were lucky against Green Bay. Love stunk at the end of the game. Yep. Five for nine, 30 yards, and two picks. Yep. Yep. That's a bad game. And let's be honest, this is me now talking. Campbell's got to kick a field goal, too, here in this fourth quarter. He, or third, second Yeah, half. no, I agree. He kicks a field goal there. He kicks that first field goal at 27-10. I'm not sure if the Niners come back from that. That was a turning point, I thought. Oh, I thought so, too. Yep. Go up by three scores. So you can make an argument that the Niners, the Chiefs beat Buffalo and Baltimore on the road. Mm -hmm. The Niners beat Green Bay and Detroit. So you can make an argument that maybe they haven't had as tough, that they haven't played nearly as well as the Chiefs. Now, the other side of it is Green Bay and Detroit both beat Kansas City. You know, Green Bay mm -hmm. beat Kansas City on a Sunday night. Detroit, Detroit opening night. Yeah. Opening yeah. night. Yeah. So you can go there, too, if you wish. But I'd, if it was me, if I was a Niner fan, I'd be a little concerned of how they got out of the postseason. I remember, McCaffrey taught everybody after the Green Bay game, we know we were lucky. We'll play better next week. We were fortunate. And then they got outplayed by the Lions yep. for three for yeah. three quarters. That's what we worry me a little yep. bit. Uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo joins us here at Radio Row. He's been one of the most influential figures in sports talk radio for nearly 40 years. He joins uh, Sirius XM in 2008 to create a headline, to create and headline the exclusive all sports talk channel, Mad Dog Sports Radio. And you know, it's Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern. Give me your take on, uh, on Steve Wilkes and how the defense is played. Yeah, I love Will. Wilkes should have gotten that Carolina job. Uh, you know, when they got That's rid true. of him, yeah. uh, that wasn't right. Uh, he had done a good job. He kept the team together. But that owner's nuts. You can't work for him. That's why yeah. Canales got the job from Tampa. Nobody wants it. Yep. Who wants to work for him? I mean, he goes seven games, they'll fire you if you're 0-7. Yep. So, I mean, that's it. And I, so I feel bad for Wilkes there. The defense hasn't played that great either. I mean, how many pass penal defensive penalties you're going to have in the backfield against Green Bay? They had passed no. it at third and 20. He's got a pass interference that gets an automatic first down. Yep. I didn't love them either. Again, I don't like the way the Niners have played out in the last four or five weeks. You want to say it's no big deal. The idea is to advance. They play a lot better here. They owe the Chiefs one. They should have won in 19. Yep. Chiefs scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So they owe them one. You want to say that? I can buy it. And maybe we'll say that Sunday night. But... I, Tommy, I, yeah. I don't, we would definitely agree. They have not played that well in the last yeah. three or four weeks. I agree. Chris, they owe me one. <laughs> they owe me more than 2019, one. 2019, yeah. I bet the Niners <laughs> before the year to win the Super Bowl, 45 to 1. Oh, my God. They owe me one. Up 20 to 10, third and 15, yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah. That is a terrible yeah. loss. I was, I'm, I was on a plane to Hawaii already. Oh, <laughs> I, had a, no, I had to turn around and come back. <laughs> That's a bad, I had a great bet. I had a great bet in a Chief game against Baltimore. I did a prop. And I did the over yards, receiving yards, for guess who at 16 and a half. Oh, over yards, 16 and a half. I think I want to, I want to, who? Is it a chief receiver? Yes. It wasn't receiver. Mar oh, not the last play of the game. Last play of the game. <laughs> oh, Marquez Valdez. Marquez Valdez scaling. What an <laughs> unbelievable one that was. I'll give you another one I had. And I was happy the Niners, I was happy the Niners scored to give them a 10-point lead. Yep. I had Goff over 23 and a half with completions. And he got it on the last drive. Yeah, he had 15 going in the last drive. Yep. If the Niners only kick the field goal, they don't play their prevent. Yep. He can't complete all those passes. Yep. You know, he completed 10. 
And on a last drive? I didn't know that, but I knew it was a lot. Wow. <laughs> Ten, and I only needed nine. What an unbelievable. What are they doing, man? Two good ones. Two that's good good. that's <laughs> pretty good. That's living right right yeah. there. No, I lose right more right than there. I ever yeah. win, but when you win, you get to save them. We all do. We, we understand that. You don't win. You don't win, No, no, you don't. You should know that. Everybody should know that. You don't win. All these ads that are on TV, they promise you winning. They give you free money. They give you all the And forget the Sharpies nonsense. Well, the Sharpies, no, these guys, there's no such thing as experts. I mean, geez. Well, there are a few people that win. I guess. Small. I mean, a lot of it is luck, bounce of the football, and everything else. Well, there's definitely that. You know, there's a lot of that going on. But I did have the Chiefs against Buffalo, lucky. And I did have yep. the Chiefs so against Baltimore. I. So did I. All right. That uh, one was that one was that the was right not lucky. Side. We that deserved was, yeah, we deserved was, to win that one. That was the absolute right. Well, we side. did the same thing. We were both on Baltimore. Talked about it all week, and then said, you know what? I think our decision on Thursday when we said it, I said, you know, if I bet Baltimore and they lose, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to no. say, what was I thinking? Not taking points with Mahomes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I didn't lost them. I love you know? money line bets. Yeah. I did not take the Chiefs on the money line in that game. I took the five. I got it at yeah, five. Yeah. I just thought, as you said, yeah. I, you can't give Mahomes five points. Yeah. Jeez. I know. That's what we said. That's what, so that I, I took him there. You yeah. And what? this game is, you know, it's a dead even game. It's dead I'll even. I'll take Mahomes because he's a better quarterback than Purdy. I can't, I, I can't argue that. I really can't. So give me your thoughts on Purdy because this has been a huge national discussion pretty much the whole year. And I feel like some of the people that don't want to give him the credit uh, that he's earned have planted the flag. And they're going to stick by it. And anytime he has a bad game, they're going to go back to it. I don't know why you get dinged for the weapons you have, because I never remember hearing that Peyton Manning had Edrin James, Red, uh, 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 Wayne, Harrison, yeah. uh, Harrison Dallas, Dallas Clark. Clark. Yep. Like you don't hear, you didn't hear that. Like I never remember. Um, one of my favorite teams growing up, Dan Fouts. It wasn't. He had Muncie. He had Winslow. He had Joyner. He had Jefferson. He had Chandler. It was just he was really good. So I feel like he takes a look. And, and then the game manager thing, I, I think I, I, that all, all quarterbacks are game managers to some extent. And if he's a system quarterback, every quarterback has a system that they got to run. I, I just think some of it's kind of piling on. I think there's some truth to that. He's played really well. Uh, I think the fact that Shanahan makes him such a – see, I think Purdy's play is you don't praise Purdy, you praise Shanahan because they think he's the last pick in the draft. And look at Shanahan's figured out a way to get Purdy to play over his head. So instead of giving the credit to Purdy, I think a lot of people give the credit to the system of mm-hmm. Shanahan. Yeah. Now, I think the two knocks on Purdy, they were 0-3 when he had a couple guys hurt. When yep. the Brown, now, Moody missed a field goal. Yep. But he, yep. he threw him downfield. Yeah, he, he yep. did, but he didn't play great no. in the game. No, he didn't. He took a couple he didn't. Uh, You know, and he played Minnesota and then the Cincinnati game. So, I mean, people look at that a little bit. Yep. And, you know, let's be honest, if Green Bay holds on to the ball early in the game in a pick six, he might lose the game. True. So I think that's what people go to. But, you know, he did go six of seven on their last drive against the Packers. And, of course, Kittles dropped the pass. Yep. He played very well. I, the ball hit the face mask. Okay, mm-hmm. but that's a tough catch. He yep. played well against Detroit. I think he's a good quarterback. Yep. I'm not ready to say he's an elite quarterback, but obviously you can win with him yeah. because they're in the Super Bowl right now, and they very easily could win this game. Yep. So you can win with him. I also get the impression, if I'm a Niner fan, I take this to heart. I don't think he's going to be psyched out for the game. He doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to be a little overwhelmed by playing against Mahomes in this game. So I think that bodes well. You know, some of these quarterbacks coming to this game, they get stage fright. It's a tough, it's a big, you know, yeah. McNabb did a couple times. Yep. It's a scary yeah. game. Yeah. I don't think he will do that, so that bodes yeah. well. No, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, he's good. You can't call a guy great after two years. I don't even no. care what you've, what you've done. And every quarterback out there has had a couple games or so that they look back on and go, God, I, I wish I wouldn't have done this. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I just feel like people – 
and I, it's always been harder. If you're the number one pick in the draft, you're going to get more chances, more chances. Everybody, I think everybody's waiting for the bubble to burst. I think right? so too. They don't want to. They don't want to buy in. They don't really believe what yeah. they see. And, and and from us watching it for two years now, I mean, this is who he's been he's pretty been, much for two years. And remember, he would not have signed with the Niners if exactly. they did not draft him because they yeah. had Lance. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't have gone signed with him because he think what he played. Yeah. So they had to take him with that last pick, yep. and so they made the right move. Uh, listen, I I think. Um, you know, McCaffrey, Kittle, yep. Samuel, Ayuk is great. Uh, they, you know, their offensive line's been a little spotty, but it we has. know Williams has been very good. McCaffrey's yep. the best back in football. I mean, they got a lot of weapons. And the Chiefs really have offensively. They got Pacheco. They got Kelsey. And all of a sudden, they got Rice. That's it. Yep. So the Niners have the – they got the better roster. Um, but if you give the Chiefs the edge in this game, it's because of the coach. You have to give Reed the edge over Shanahan. Yep. He's won it, and he's very good off buys too. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. very good. They keep that very in mind. Was he like the best ever? Eighteen yeah. and three, yeah, whatever it is. Like he's that, very yeah. good off yeah. buys. And of course, they got Mahomes. And I've said this for weeks on the air, and people are killing me on it. They can kill me all they want. <laughs> Bottom line is, I've been watching football since the ice bowl. It's a long, yeah. longer than you. That's a long. <laughs> I, did, I did not watch the ice bowl. That's I recorded long, it. And watched it when I was seven. New Year's <laughs> Eve. I was eight. I watched the game in, and star the greatest drive, the greatest mind over matter drive of all yep. time. You know they had nine straight three and outs before that last drive. Did they really? And he went sixty-eight yards in three thirty-eight, calling his own plays and scored the touchdown against a defense that was a good defense. Cowboys, yep. Cornell Green. Uh, Renfro, Lilly, yep. Jethro Pugh, those are, and he went down the field. Yep. That Ray Scott told me that. Greatest mind over matter drive in the history of the NFL. Huh. So I saw that game. Yep. Mahomes is the best, for one game, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. I don't care anybody. I know Brady's got seven. Nobody's going to catch him. I understand that. And I love Montana. 4-0, 11 touchdowns, no picks in, a, in the Super Bowl. I know, I'm, I know that. Yep. I was at the first game that he won, fit, well, 55-10 game. That was the Broncos Denver game, yeah. yeah. I was, that was at that game, that first Broncos one. Game. Uh, but I know how great he is, but from a, the running and his instinctiveness, I think this guy's all time. Well, it's yeah, funny because we've talked about it, Chris, and I've talked about this a lot. When we talk about the greatest of all time from a quarterback position. I've never used that term. I used among the greatest of all time because I want to know how Marino would have done if he'd have had Walsh as his, as, as his coach and he would have played in that 49er system. Brady gets credit for winning the Super Bowl uh, against Seattle, when he was on the sidelines when they won it because they didn't hand the ball off, they threw it. Like, his stats got no better or no worse, but that play determined whether he wins or loses. And I've always hated the quarterback win stat because so much happens it's a little bit when like they're the, not out there. It's a little bit like the center in the NBA. Yeah. You know, Ewing gets hit in New York, he never won a championship. Yep. It's a little bit like that, and it's probably a little too much emphasis on that, 100%. I remember Brady did take the Patriots back. They were losing that game to Seattle, and he yeah, got him back no doubt, in the game. No but, doubt. But my Bra- point is the game was decided while he had his helmet. Yeah, that's for 500 yards in yeah. a Super Bowl and lost. Yeah, and that's he's, true. he's credited yeah. with an L. And he know? played. I'll tell you, the thing about insane. Brady, you know what the best game I ever saw, uh, the best game in a losing effort I ever saw Brady play, his guts, was the first Giant game. The Giants yeah. killed their yeah. offensive oh. line. He got killed in that game. Yeah. And he hung in there, and he almost hit the board of Moss, which would have yep. at least yep. tied the game. Yep. He played so well in that game. Listen, Brady's – Brady, you know, listen, you can't – Brady's great. great. I might take Montana over him, but that's just me. Yep. They're both phenomenal players. No and I think Mahomes is on that level. I think he will be at the end of the day. He won't win seven. Yep. Seven's too many. Yep. He's not going to win seven. But here's what people have told me today. You know, Chris, if he loses, he's 2-2 two and two in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, because they lost to Tampa. Yep. And you think about that, the you know, the all-time greatest usually don't go two and two in the Super Bowl. So maybe if you look at it, a little pressure on him too. Yeah, no I, I think I think I think the I think the Chiefs will win a close game. I'm not going to bet against Mahomes. Yeah, right, it's, it's tough. How many did Elway lose before he got two? Uh, he lost three. three. He lost to Washington, the Giants, and the Niners. Uh, and the Niners. Yeah, yeah. and then he and then he wins yep. it too at the uh, very end. Chris Matt Dog Russo with us here uh, from Radio Row, Mandalay Bay Convention Center. All right, so you're on the side of the Chiefs. I got to get a thought from you before we let you go. Just on, on the Giants, Uh-oh. man. I got to do it. My, yeah. my beloved San Francisco Giants offseason, dude. Jung Hu Lee, how we doing? I, it's hard to believe. First of all, I like the manager. Hey, I, 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 I spoke to him. I did an event with him before we came out. He's, uh-huh. he's uh, Bob Melvin. Fantastic. Yeah, good manager. He's good. Fantastic. Fantastic. I don't know how Farhan survived when Kapler got kicked out. I don't know how Farhan survived. Uh, I, that bothered me. I mean, he had one big year. See, the Giants' problem is they thought this interchangeable way, sort of what the Dodgers did, where they can use their whole roster, platoon all over the place. Yep. They thought that was sustainable. Stars win. Seager won. He's his Hall of Famer. Stars win these these games in a lot of ways, these big stars. The Giants don't have any stars right now. And the other thing I blame Farhan on, Everybody in New York knew Judge was going to stay in New York. Yeah. Every, he got involved in that. Everybody knew he wasn't going to leave Steinbrenner. I think he's going to leave the Yankees after he hits 62 home runs <laughs> when he breaks Maris's record. No. So he gets everybody in he gets everybody in the Bay Area all pumped up because he goes to Fresno State. Nobody in New York thought at the end of the day he was going to leave the Yankees. I didn't think so. I know it got a little dicey there at the end because Heyman printed yeah. out, you know, with the yeah. ju- arson judge on that. Yeah, oh, that's it. You guys are <laughs> wait, no. Oh, wait, dude, we were on the, we were on the yeah. air. We broke it. And then we go, oh, no. Yeah, Tom yeah. didn't buy it, by the way. When Heyman put it out, he goes, I'm not buying it until, like, Susan Slusser says it. I, I was in. <laughs> we were said. in the winter meetings. And that division is going to be a pain in the neck now. Arizona's pretty good. The Dodgers are great. San Diego's not bad. That division is going to be hard. Giants will probably win 80 games again. Mm. Is the fan base a little down on them? A little bit. I'd say people are frustrated, bit. yeah. Maybe more, than, maybe more than a little bit. Because nobody wants to take their money. Yeah. Nope, no doubt And Otani wasn't going there anyway. No. They had a bid for him, but Otani was, if he had the Dodgers or Giants, why would he not go to the Dodgers? Yeah. Well, he did. <laughs> he did. And now oh, here we are. Man. You know yeah. he, you know who Tom sounds a lot like? Who's that? Who? Kruko. You think he sounds like Kruko? Kruko? He sounds, you sound a lot like Kruko. You remind me of Kruko. Get out of here, meat. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds a lot. He's a sicker slider guy. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll cut the he fastball. Me a lot. And the Warriors are having a bad year, too. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to live with that. You won four championships. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're okay. We're due for another rough. dynasty. Let's but you know what? I, I know you get a run here, but I, I tell people this is like the life cycle of a dynasty if you want to keep your players and reward them. The Phillies did it. The Giants did it. And I get it. The Steelers I, I, did it a long Steelers time ago. Steelers did it. They, they made your franchise worth much more money. So it's you much pay them, and then they're old, and you're done. And nobody wants them. Thompson, so you can't, you can't trade them. is an example. It's the same deal. And I don't mind doing that. But if you want to do the Bill Walsh thing where it's like get rid of them a year too early because you will be better, but it still kind of hurts it's as a hurt. fan. It's sentimental. It's not the sentimental way to go. Exactly. So it just it's what it is. Hey, before we let you go, give us a prop pick. Uh, prop, yeah. Prop pick I'm going up. To, I'm going up to South Point tomorrow morning. Oh, South Point. nice. South so Point's I will great. figure out a way to do that. Okay. You know, my buddy Fat Rob, who I talk about all the time in Rapid City. <laughs> He's a former priest, lived in the Vatican for five really? years. That's incredible, dude. He's a former priest. He was in the priest when they had the smoke coming out and picking the next pope. Did they? Yes, I swear to God. Uh, I, and he's in rapid. He likes the Pacheco over the yard, rushing yards. Now, what is okay. it, about 60? 
I don't. I, I, I don't do. I don't do a lot of props, so I don't know what it is. But okay. Uh, he liked that, uh, and I haven't looked at it yet. I might just go scanling again. Okay. Because he got so lucky the first time, <laughs> he deserves another chance. So, I mean, it's only twenty yards, <laughs> one catch. Yeah, you get it. Yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. So this, you know, that's so, um Does I, he bless the picks before he gives them out? Uh, well, no, he doesn't. Because if he does, I don't know. It doesn't work. <laughs> I lose more than I win, just like you, Tommy. But that is a tough one. Yeah, yeah. You had the Niners on the way to Hawaii at 45-1. to 45-1. to one. Oh, and well, I'll, sure. give you an, I'll give you another one that's even worse. Not, not even worse because that's the worst one. Uh, but uh, So I had Atlanta over New England, 28-3. to three. How many was the line in that game? Three. Yep. So I had and they scored a touchdown. I had plus three. I had Atlanta money line. I had the under. You got killed. It went to overtime, so it went over. They lost the money line oh, and they scored a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, so they won by six. Yeah. So I went from three and zero to zero and three. You doubled down though on Atlanta. That's always a little risky. Well, you, you think? Yeah, it was a lot yeah, risky. That day, that day I went four and zero. I had the pass on everything. <laughs> and and my other bet, I hit the over on the national anthem time. Money. Oh, it was you beautiful, do? beautiful day. Very beautiful good. day. Uh, if I'd have known him, I'd have hated it. Yeah, well, you didn't know. <laughs> How long have you two been together for? Two years now. Two years now. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good stuff. Uh, afternoon drive in San Francisco. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing good wrong deal, with that. Well, Chris, thank you so much. Thanks for coming oh, by, love man. you guys, boy. My station. KNBR, baby. Thanks, Chris. Chris Nadine Russo. Tolman comes with you live from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. More to come on the Sports Leader. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Now back to Tolbert and Copes. Live from Radio Row in Vegas. Vegas, baby, Vegas! Sponsored by Xfinity Internet. The best way to stream your favorite live sports. Xfinity, the ultimate entertainment experience on KNBR. Tolbert and Copes back with you here from Radio Row at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. And our next guest, we're joined. He'll be on uh, sidelines for Westwood One. Mike Golick, great to have you, Mike. How are great you, man? Great to be here. Looking forward to, to this one. I mean, looking for I mean, plus the first one in Vegas. I mean, yep. it's weird for all of us, right, for that have been to multiple Super Bowls. Who would ever thought we'd be at a, a Super Bowl in Vegas? It is odd, and it's it's odd because it's not like there's been a team here for that long. No, it's exactly right. But that's that's how it works. You get a new stadium, yeah. you get a Super Bowl. Yep. Unless you're in a cold city, then, you know. <laughs> but let's just not do that yeah, anymore. Yeah. No more Minnesotas and New Yorks. So let's keep it in Vegas. Keep it in New Orleans, where it'll be next year. Yeah. That's good by me. This will be a staple, though, right? I mean, this is for me. Not I was think San Diego was the like for my right. childhood. San Diego, yep. Miami. Now you yep. get Tampa in there too. But it, I, this has got to be. Worse. It's always about how it works for us, exactly. right? And I, and here has been great because you just have the strip you can walk. Bourbon Street in New Orleans is phenomenal. You don't need a car. You just yep. walk around everywhere, and you have entertainment everywhere. Yep. Uh, it's the places where you have to drive that really kind of – Miami, the worst. I don't ever want a Super Bowl in Miami again. You, you go one mile, and you sit in a car for three hours. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Middle uh, of nowhere, the stadiums. Yeah, yeah, but here, the stadium is phenomenal. A little, little rainy here early in the week, but it's supposed to dry up a little bit. Yep. This is a, But, again, I mean, the way the NFL treated gambling – you know, and, and the way they are now. It's always amazing when owners hear the money you can make starts with a B, how accepting they oh, are yeah. of things. Oh, well, gambling, you yeah. know what? That's not that bad of a thing. Well, we can go ahead and do that. <laughs> well, it's so taboo. They didn't even want to 
a commercial about Vegas in a Super Bowl. That's where, where what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, it's remember amazing. When, remember when Romo couldn't even do a, a fantasy draft here? It had yep. nothing to do with gambling. Yep, exactly. But they wouldn't let him do a fantasy draft. Now, yep. now it's like now it's almost a little hypocritical of them do, having the Super Bowl here, but saying any employee forget the players because they're busy practicing, but any employees can't go gamble. I mean, like at all. You can't play blackjack? Well, you can't walk into a sports book. Oh, okay. And they would yeah. rather you not gamble. But, I mean, the sports book I get. But, I mean, come on. You're taking yeah. billions of dollars. Yeah. I'm going to go, you know, hit my 16 yeah. at the blackjack yeah, table. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. Well, you know what? If they, if, <laughs> if they explain to the owners, look, if I go to the sports book, MGM sports book, and I bet a couple hundred bucks on an NBA game, I'm not affecting anything. And guess what? If I lose, you're getting part of the losses. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, go ahead and bet all you want. Like We're I said, all good. as soon as you figure. <laughs> I've always said in an owner's meeting, the owners, what they hear uh, when any talk that's going on, is like the old Charlie Brown Peanuts uh, teacher. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> until the word money comes into play. And then all of a sudden they Perk sit up, up straight yeah. and they're like, wait, 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 how much? Costing uh, or making? Yeah, what am I yeah. doing? Exactly right. Yeah. No Is this coming out of our pocket or going in our pocket? What's going on here? <laughs> going uh, in? We're good. We're uh, good. Tell me more. Can't. Tell me more. Uh, so give us your thoughts on the uh, on the game because it's been interesting. I, 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 I think from what I read and, and just following stuff, the line in this game at the end of the regular season, would have been Niners by five, right. Niners by four, somewhere around there. Now it's Niners by two. So much has changed in, well, like, three games for the Chiefs and well, two for, games for the Niners. And for the Chiefs, it's because of their defense. Yes. Uh, what Spags, Dave Spagnuolo, uh, Steve Spagnuolo is doing on that defense has been fantastic. What they did to Lamar Jackson was great. Um, stopped him from really running the ball. We know Brock Purdy can run some. He had a couple of nice runs last yep. week. For the, for the most part, his job is get the ball out mm-hmm. to the to the receiver. So I'll be interested to see what Spags has set up for this one. Um, and for San Francisco, third against the run in the regular season, under 90 yards, and now they're giving up over 150 yards in yep. the playoffs in a couple of games. So I talked to Fred Warner on Monday, and he basically said, "Listen, that's on us. You know, that's you know that's execution." And as a former D lineman, I get it because I'm playing a three technique. I got the B gap. You know, who's playing the one technique? They got that A. Where are the linebackers filling? What gap? And Fred's like, we have guys not being in the gaps they're supposed to be in. It only takes one. Now you're not in your gap. A hole opens up, and next thing you know, the back's at the second level. He said, we did that too much. So he said, that's something we have to execute better on. And other than that, their defense has been really, really good. So. To me, we can talk all the offense we want, but this game is going to fall on the defenses. So does that – I kind of made the analogy because I, I've never been on a defensive line before, and I don't know what that's like, but in basketball – It hurts. Well, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it hurts a lot more than hoops. Yeah. But basketball, it's like you got a play run. Instead of running the play, a guy dribbles down to shoots it. You're like, right. well, what about the – you worried about yourself? You right. worried about the play? Is that similar to when guys go outside what they're supposed to do? The, like they want to do more than – they should be doing like they want to get the sack they want to get the tackle thousand percent okay what you need to do on the defense is trust the guy next to you that he's going to do his job do your job listen i played nine years i was an average to a little above average player i I wanted to just make sure i did my job Mm -hmm. i was doing a show years ago and had and this is a while ago you know that john Hanna, the offensive lineman for the patriots Mm -hmm. one of the biggest meanest O-lineman player you will ever play against in your life. 
Hall of Famer. I'm talking to him, and I, and, I, and I asked him, I said, what motivated you on the field? And he said, fear. I said, wait a minute. I said, you kick anybody's ass on this field. What were you afraid of? He's like, oh, no, no, no. I didn't fear anybody there. Fear of letting down my teammate. That's what drove me. And, and so my, his job, take care of my responsibility. Yeah. Don't try and overstep. Don't try and do too much. Do your job. And if everybody does your job, you can basically pick a fence it on the defense yeah. and not give the, the offense a gap. Because no matter how technical, and, and this is a game, my God, the amount of motion we're going to see from both these teams is going to make your head spin. But at the end of the day, the game comes down to one-on-ones. If I played my gap and I'm in my B gap and that's where the back comes, i got to make the play. Yeah. If, that, if, if that back shakes me, it's my fault and it's a big play got to win your one-on-one battles. Talking to Mike Golick here from Radio Row at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. Uh, the defensive line you're talking about for the 49ers, I know it's going to be about stopping the run here. Uh, they missed a lot of tackles, yep. it felt like, in that first half of that game. Fred Warner, I think, and Nick Bosa this week at center, it was last week, said it's about committing and putting your body on somebody. Tom, you talk about it with rebounding a lot. You're like, you just have to decide that you're going to go rebound. Mm-hmm. What is it about missed tackles? It's been a problem for him this year. It can be mental. It can be that just that. I mean, it's about – same way with defense. You can X and O all you want, but then there's a want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I I got to get there, and when I get there, I got to be I got to be able to make the play, not just put my head down and dip my shoulder and hope I take his legs out, you know, and have have a weak tackle. I got to make the yeah. play, and if I don't make the play, I better make sure I either hang on to the guy or turn him to my friends. Yeah. Be smart about it. Use the sideline. Use whatever you can. So, and Fred said the same thing to me. He said, you know, they we were questioned about our our want to to get to the ball. And let me tell you, as you know this as an athlete, you get questioned about your want to. Yeah. That's going to sting. I can get beat by somebody. I go went up against a plenty of players where I won some battles and I got my ass kicked. And you know what? You deal with the physical part of the game. But if there's any want to issues, yeah. man, that that's something that will drive a coach and will sting for a player. Because you know your teammates are looking at you. It's exactly too. right. It's exactly right. Like, what are we doing out here if you're not coming along you're not for the, you're not yep. coming along for the ride? Uh, how important is? And Christian McCaffrey is always important. Yep. But it seems like in this type of game, where the Chiefs on defense, if they have a weakness, it's against the run. Yep. Their secondary is fantastic. And if you can eat up clock and keep Mahomes on the bench, that's even better. It, this seemed like a McCaffrey and even Debo running the ball game. So here's what's interesting to me about Kyle Shanahan, is he's. He's coached now in two Super Bowls, one as the head for San Fran and then the OC in Atlanta and the 28-3. We got the lead debacle where they lost it to to, uh, New England. In both of those games, he never had a back with more than 12 touches, I think, in the game, Hmm. which which is surprising. You know that can't happen here. Christian McCaffrey, (laughs) 15 to 20 times easy between running the ball and catching the ball. He's got to have the touches. So that, to me, is going to be one of the big differences. This guy still, you know what is it? And I did not realize this. There are so many stats out there that make your head spin. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey has not been there long, right? Before he got there, Kyle Shanahan had a losing record. Kyle Shanahan, I think, was 46 and 48. And has had, obviously, a monster winning record since Christian McCaffrey. We see the difference. He gets there 17 straight games. He's scoring a touchdown. Yeah. He's a linchpin, and Kansas City knows that. Any defense wants to make the other team one-dimensional. And you sit there and say, wait, make them one-dimensional with Patrick Mahomes (laughs) at quarterback? Yes, yes. Because you give Patrick Mahomes a two-way, you know, to to play action or have the run work, and now you're really screwed. So try and take that, you know, take that run away 
uh, is what you want to do. Same thing, you know, Kansas City knows. Stop McCaffrey, make Brock just have to stand in the pocket and dish the ball around. You're going to be in a lot better shape than giving Brock Purdy the the play action where linebackers are now stepping up and they can, he can go right over the top of them. Well, it's funny. Last week, Detroit was running the ball so well against so the well. Niners. I was yep. like, oh, they're making them one-dimensional. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> good thing they stopped. Okay, good job, yeah, guys. Good, good working work. in one dimension. That was, that we're was knocking something. after throw. What, well, and well, coming off the Green Bay game, I thought they'd have it tightened up. And I said, Mo- Montgomery thing. first play up the middle eight yards. I was like, I want to throw my remote through the TV. I'm like, what, what's going so on here? I talked to, again, I talked to Trent, Trent Williams and Fred Warner Monday. And I asked them both separately. I said, what, what went on at halftime? You know, that game. Yeah. Was there helmets thrown, lockers yep. smashed, whatever? Trent Williams said, what could we say? What could we say? We got our asses kicked in the first half. He goes, there was not a whole lot to say. Go through the adjustments you're going to make and then go out there and execute a play. Yeah. And Fred Warner said, listen, I've, I've, been, I've lit people up at halftime. I've done that. But he said, and again, he didn't hear what Trent said, but he was like, what, what are you yeah. going to do? It was so bad. All we could do is sit, listen, be mad at ourselves for not executing and say, okay, to get in this back in this game, it's got to be one play at a time. Just what Fred said, we have to go down and score. We get they get the ball. We got to stop them. I mean, this isn't rocket science, yeah. right? At the end of the day, it's not rocket science. Talking to Mike Golick here. Uh, before we let you go, if Brock Purdy wins this Super Bowl with the 49ers, does it change anything about the outlook of him? I, it's so it's dumb. bizarre. It's weird. It is so. <laughs> I talked to Richard Sherman. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he said, everybody loves an underdog story except the Brock yeah, Purdy underdog It's bizarre. It's what the hell is going on Doesn't with make people? any sense, dude. It's weird. It it's crazy. This shouldn't change anything. <laughs> I covered this guy in college and loved his smarts and arm yeah. there. He's not the biggest. He's not the strongest. But he's smart and gets the ball where it needs to go. And when he needs to make a throw, he makes the throw. So I don't want to hear he's not. he can't be a game changer because yeah. he can. Yeah. But he can also be managed the game by getting the ball just like a good point guard. Yeah. Get it to your players. It's a joke what's going on with this guy. It's a, it's a damn shame. You know what? At the end of the day, he's going to be laughing last because yeah. he'll be making $40 million a year yeah. at some point. You think <laughs> Dan Jones a, for that, too. Isn't yeah. it a weird, it's a weird hill to die on. Oh, it's crazy. Like, there's some people that have, like, dug in their heels, and no matter what he does, can't wait for him to Stunning. do to, uh, uh, to fail in a game so they can jump back out and go, I told you so. It's, it's like, it's, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it one bit. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I, how, do, how do people just not want to root for this guy? Yeah. Oh, we are rooting for Kurt Warner was stacking groceries. in a movie. He's a Hall of Fame in a movie about him. <laughs> this guy was Mr. Irrelevant. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's not yeah, that right. good. What the oh, hell are we dude. watching? Oh, dude. It's insane. Uh, do you have a feel for the game before we let you go? Uh I mean, I do, but I'm calling the game, so I can't. Yeah, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, really well, I'm can. glad you have a feel for him. Mike. Yeah, Thanks for coming by. I got a feel for it, that I'm gonna keep <laughs> That I'm going to keep to myself. Yeah, very good. good for you, bro. Uh, thanks for coming by. It was great having you. you. And, no uh, Thank you, Mike. We'll keep watching thanks. and listening, man. Uh, great stuff from Mike Golan. Tolbert and Cope's here live from Radio Row, only here on the Sports Center. We're going to keep it right here, actually. we get to, we got more guests coming our way. Uh, we just spoke to uh, Chris Russo. Thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate you, man. We spoke to Chris Russo. If you missed any of that, check it out, knbr.com and the KNBR app. Mike Golick just stopped by. We are going to catch up with Dan Orlovsky, who, by the way, has become like a like a friend of KNBR in general. And then also Greg Cursell, who's been walking around here doing hits himself. He's going to come sit down. But uh, the uh, the names and faces keep rolling in. A lot of fun with Russo. Dude, Mike Golick, good stuff, dude. Yeah. Also, I, again, I think a lot of us in, in media and those of us who are, are – I know people – 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.